Before we get started today, this episode does contain some curse words. So if you have kids nearby, it's time to put on your headphones. Hi, this is Amber, and you're listening to Amber on Podcast. Hello, and welcome to episode number 50 of Amber on Podcast. Woot, woot. Thank you for joining me today. I am so thrilled that I have made it to number 50, dear listeners. Producing this podcast has been a wild and rewarding journey. I have learned so much by starting this thing, learning how to build a platform and learning how to create content that is valuable for you to listen to. I have grown a great deal. I have learned even more. And I have come to realize that the most rewarding things we experience in life are the difficult, meaningful things. There are a number of lessons that this show has taught me. It is a great medium to share your unique point of view. In honor of the 50th episode of Amber on Podcasts, and in honor of all my future podcasters out there, here are the top four benefits of podcasting. If you are someone who is interested in starting a podcast of your own, these are the four things that you can look forward to. Number one is accountability. Accountability. I said that word. Being your own boss is hard. No one tells you this. But when you are the boss, there are going to be lots of days when you're going to want to leave early, take the day off, take the week off, get up at 10 a.m., etc. The more I focus on creating valuable content, the more I have had to learn how to be accountable to myself, which has meant major changes for me, lifestyle changes from no drinking, never thought I would do that, to getting up earlier, to shifts in my schedule. I am committed to this work. And in order to be taken seriously, I have to show up. Full disclosure, this is something I really struggled with. I had to go through some serious growing pains before I really started to realize the importance of showing up consistently. It's the difference between being an amateur and being a professional. An amateur has amateur habits and a professional has professional habits. Wisdom from the great Stephen Pressfield. And I want to be a professional. I want to deliver a professional product. So I have to show up. The main reason why the main reason why I see so many people give up 
or fail altogether is that they don't show up consistently and in the same capacity. No sick days, no half-assing it. This show has my name on it with my stamp of approval. Amber Camille Ligon made this, and I want it to be good. You can bet it took a few times of me not showing up for myself, of not being accountable, before I realized the importance of accountability and consistency. I have to show up and deliver in order to get trust and respect from you, dear listeners. I want to show you that I am committed to creating value and being a resource for you to access. Number two on my list of top benefits of having a podcast is growth. By working on the show, gathering ideas and materials, and digging deep within myself to find connections, I have experienced a lot of growth in this exercise, going within and finding the emotional connection to help me explain the topics that I cover. It takes focused and emotional work. I have to look inside myself, and sometimes it's ugly in there, (laughs) and I have to figure out how the information I am teaching resonates with a specific feeling or situation. Then I take this feeling or situation and I build it into the show. This is a consistent and therapeutic process for me. It allows me to get my ideas out of my head and onto paper. By creating and writing the content for the show, I have felt the benefit of getting my thoughts out of my head and onto paper. The therapy of writing down precisely what I feel and what I want to convey has served me in a wonderful way and allowed me to grow and be more self-aware. Number three on my list is awareness and resources. The more I do this podcast, the more inspiring people I find. I discover New and remarkable people all the time now because my eyes are open and I'm looking for them. In my old life, I never even knew people like these. These people I feature on the show existed. I had zero answers and zero resources. Now I have a list of experts I can recommend or collaborate with in order to answer questions and get some kind of guidance. At the end of 2016, I felt really lost. I needed wisdom and insight, neither of which can be found using a Google search. Google doesn't deliver knowledge or wisdom. Google delivers information, but I needed wisdom and fast. Flash forward to now, after a little over a year of podcasting, I feel 
very confident that I have the resources to help not only myself, but the resources to help you, dear listeners. Because I have been accountable, I have been able to build a growing library of resources to share with you so that you too can live a meaningful life and do more good. Number four, and my favorite on the list, is connection and community. Amber on podcast listeners are amazing. You are amazing and wonderful and smart and driven and kind and humble. I have been dumbfounded by the support and comments and features that I have received since starting the show. You are my inspiration, and I hear you, and I see you, and when I say I love you, I mean it. Thank you for being on this journey with me. Thank you for taking the time to learn and grow, and thank you for wanting to do more good. I am thrilled with the progress we have made together, and I can't wait for 50 more episodes and beyond. So let's get this party started, and let's start the show. There is no better person to cover for today's milestone episode number 50. When I planned today's episode, I wanted to make sure I covered my key values. I wanted to make sure I covered someone who can share wisdom and inspiration to set us forward on the right path. I can think of no better person than the genius that lives, Marie Forleo. Marie Forleo is a life coach, motivational speaker, author, web TV host, and former hip-hop dance instructor. Marie has an eight-figure coaching and education business with over 44,000 graduates from her educational program. It's called B-School. Maybe you have seen Marie on her beautifully executed web TV show at Marie TV. Or you may have seen her on Oprah or with Tony Robbins. I really don't need to name drop here because Marie holds her own. She stands alone as the rock star, amazing boss, female leader that she is. Because I love Oprah, I spend a lot of time thinking about who will be the next Oprah. Who is this person that will have the comparable level of success and influence that Oprah had in the 90s and early 2000s? There are few people who have stood out to me in this capacity. You have to be a very honest, humble, open, and vulnerable person person who is accepting and leading with love and kindness always. You have to be somebody who is constantly serving others, someone who is walking the talk and being the change that they want to see in the world. These are big Oprah shoes to fill, and we are dealing in different times now with a different generation facing different problems. There will never be another Oprah. Times have changed. 
We need someone who is current and also driven with the same altruistic and pure purpose that Oprah shares. I believe I have found this person. I believe our next generation Oprah is Marie Forleo. Marie is genuine and she is smart and she is a captivating teacher. She's humble and full of grace. She also has great hair. She's like the Princess Diana of life coaching. Marie has been in the coaching business for 20 years. Through this business, she has launched products and developed online training programs to help people build the lives they want and become the best version of themselves. Oprah called Marie a thought leader for the next generation. And I think that's putting it mildly. Ladies, do not sleep on Marie Forleo. She is a lady you need to know and listen to. Marie has much wisdom to share. There's a reason 44,000 people have taken and completed her program. What I like about Marie is that she is a self-proclaimed, multi-passionate entrepreneur. She has her hands in a lot of different pots. And this has served her well. It strengthened her abilities to learn and coach. This is a great reminder that you don't have to choose just one thing. You can do multiple things. You just have to pace yourself and focus and be committed to the long game. Nothing happens overnight. Marie has much wisdom to share, but... We are focusing today on Marie's three core beliefs to help you lead a more meaningful life. Number one is resisting what is. Marie says that if she ever feels like a moment in her life is not going the way she thinks it should be going, it's because she's resisting what is. The delivery didn't come, the technology breaks. Someone forgets to include an important detail. You can insert anything into this slot. Marie says that what it comes down to is it's me arguing with reality. I'm making myself miserable in that moment because I'm arguing with with what is. That's always a losing proposition. The more awareness you can bring to that and ask yourself, Is this really how you want to live your life in this moment? Because every moment you live sets you up for the next moment and the next. And you string these moments together and that makes up your life until the day you die. You decide how you want to deal with your reality. You can only control you. When Marie is miserable, upset, angry, she reminds herself that it is her feelings and her responsibility because it is based on what she is thinking or believing in that moment. It's not the outside world causing her to feel this. It's what she's doing with her thoughts that's making her have this reaction. If your thoughts are the problem, then your thoughts are also the solution. 
It's not your reality that is bad. It's that you just need to lighten up. Remember that you have a roof over your head, running water and food in the fridge. That's more than millions of people on the planet. Lighten up and toughen up. You are in charge of you. Who do you want to be? If you catch yourself arguing with reality in the moment and realize that's not a wise thing to do, you can then back yourself up and say, okay, that didn't go the way I wanted, so what am I going to do about it? Am I going to be miserable in the moment and let this ruin my night? Or am I going to handle this calmly and move forward? The argument and the irritation is not necessary to get a new result. It's important to remember that your energy is embedded in your communication. We have all received an email or a text where you knew that the person was annoyed or pissed at you. It's important to have the right energy to communicate your message effectively. Write an email when you are stressed and upset. Your email will reflect this, and the recipient will feel this. We have all been on both sides of this equation. Remember, your energy is embedded in your communication. There's no way around it. This is an important one for me. I'm not so nice at communicating when I am hangry or tired or it's Tuesday, and I have definitely paid the price on some occasions. We can influence people greatly by the state we are in. To combat this, I try to remember that life is happening for me, not to me. When I remember to be gracious and smile and smile at people, and sometimes I even repeat Love and kindness and love and kindness and love and kindness in my head over and over and over so that I know what I'm supposed to be focused on in that moment. And I'm not bringing my negative energy. Number two from our friend Marie has to do with having hard conversations and resolving problems with friends, family, and coworkers. When it comes to having a hard conversation, when you have beef with someone, an important thing to remember is that everyone is always doing the very best they can. Always. Whatever behavior has happened, whatever the situation is, that person innocently was doing the best they could given who they were in the moment, and what they were believing and what they were thinking. You don't know if they were scared. You don't know if they were hurt or stressed. You don't know a lot. You just know that every single person is doing the very best they can in that moment. I know it sounds bonkers. Even I didn't believe it at first. No one is trying to be an asshole. You know how you know? Because you're not trying to be an asshole. Sometimes people may think you're an asshole, but 
You're not trying to be. You're doing your best in that moment. Were you perfect at it? Certainly not. But you know you were doing the best you could. Have some humility and realize that everyone is doing the best they can. You may even find that you are easier on yourself with this in mind. You are doing the best you can. Each day you are building on the last and getting just a little bit better. It's important to be kind to yourself so that you can remember to be kind to others. That is what Marie is here to help us with, dear listeners, to help remind us of the unique gift we all have within us, the unique light that we were born with and will die with, the one that will never be created ever again. This is your life and your unique song to sing. This brings me to number three which is our mortality. Marie says that we don't think about our mortality enough. We don't talk about it enough. We don't really face it because it's taboo. We don't imagine ourselves dying. We don't really dive in. No one wants to have the conversation, but it's inevitable. It is real. It will happen to you. One thing Marie likes to remind herself of when she is being horrible in her own relationship, when she is not being the person she knows she is capable of being, she's having a temper tantrum, stressed, being an asshole. She uses it with her husband and she imagines him in a coffin and her going, Why were you such an asshole? Why didn't you take the time? Why did you let that fight go on for four hours or a day? In those moments when she feels herself shutting down and withholding love, she tries to check herself before she wrecks herself. She remembers that there will come a day when you're going to wish you had just given him a hug or wish that you said, I love you. It's coming for all of us. If you can remember that now, you change everything. That, dear listeners, is the most powerful message for me to stay in line. That is one way I can sometimes stop myself from acting like a crazy bitch and think, okay, wait, you're going to die. I'm going to die. Is this really important? Is this who I want to be in my moment, in all my moments, make up my entire life? Asking yourself this and using this tool will stop you from throwing a temper tantrum and wake you up, remind you that they are doing their best, see them as an innocent so that you can find a way to reconnect to your heart and be the love and light that you truly are. And then you can do more good for more people most of the time. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for taking the time to learn and grow. And many, many, many thanks to our girl, Marie Forleo, for being an inspiration and for sharing her wisdom with the world. 
I hope Marie's ideas about meaning and mortality resonated with you today. I hope you feel more confident and ready to share your unique song with the world. I will link all things Marie and Marie TV in the show notes at mytalkingdollars.com. Today's episode covered Marie's interview on impact theory. So I will link that in the show notes as well. If you haven't yet, please go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Join me next week for another conversation about living your best life and doing more good. Thank you. Love you.